Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Today we're going to be talking ice fishing shows. It's that time of year when people start getting excited about going to shows, seeing the new products, learning about the new products, and we're really getting close. Joining us today is John Marshall from Marshall Enhanced Sales and Marketing. John represents companies like Eskimo, Ion, uh, Markham, 2B, Elliott, lots of different ice fishing brands. John, uh, why don't you just take a moment to tell us about some of the brands that you represent? Yeah, uh, on the ice fishing side of the world, we're pretty uh, well covered with shelters, electronics, augers, rods, reels, uh, sonar cameras, and a lot of the ancillary products that go along with that uh, outerwear and, and stuff like that. So if you think your you or your audience is getting geeked up for uh, the chillier temperatures, we're pretty excited. And so are a lot of the brands that we have the good fortune of working with. And show season is coming up. So you're getting ready. You're going to be spending a lot of weekends. I'll be out there with you too, uh, spending a lot of our, our next probably six to eight weeks weekends out of shows. And uh, let's talk about some of those right now. And a lot of these shows are retailer events. So they're events that are going on within a store at a major retailer. And then there's going to be kind of some big events at Expo Center type of things. Um, but let's kind of get into the schedule here. Uh, where do we break the ice? Well, I'd before we do that, you know, one thing that I've seen starting to happen this year, more so than some of the prior years, is the ice fishing sets at a lot of retailers are taking place right now. There's a lot of retailers that have switched from open water to ice in the five-state area. Part of that's because, uh, you know, last year was a difficult ice season, Um Normally we see some weather uh, affect the local areas, but whew, it affected everything last year. So, uh, you know, a lot of the new products shipped earlier and a lot of retailers are uh, already set for ice. So um, if you don't want to wait for some of these, you definitely can stop into any of your local retailers or check with them. But uh, there's a good chance a lot of the product is already uh, starting to get on the shelf. But, uh, you know, for me in the Twin Cities Metro, I live north of the suburbs. And um, your first opportunity, you know, the 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 industry kind of travels as a group uh, during this time of the season. So whether you're coming out to look at some of the stuff that I represent, it's a really good opportunity to A, See the new products. Innovation is always a constant in uh, in ice fishing, and we're pretty fortunate with a lot of the uh, advancements that have taken place. Things are getting lighter, they're getting warmer, and uh, ticking all the boxes. So, to that was a very long uh, answer to your first question, which is October twenty first is really your first chance in the metro with a uh, ice fest at Joe's. 
And uh, the nice part about that is it's obviously free parking. A lot, just about, you know, when you go to a retail uh, store, sometimes they have one pop-up on display because they take up a lot of room in uh, inside. This is an event where you can walk in and see everything from a Outbreak 250 all the way up to the big 850 um, set up. And, and there's people on hand that, you know, essentially talk through the different design elements and help guide you based off of your preference and how you fish to pick the right model that's intended for that use case. Yeah, that, that Joe's show, you've got that parking lot area out front and uh, pretty much just about every shelter that you can think of seems to be set up out there. So you get a chance to see everything and, you know, get an opportunity to compare if you're really trying to make a decision there. And they've got some great deals there as well. Um, after that weekend, we go into the next weekend, October 28th and 29th. We've got a show there as well. Do you want to talk about that one, John? Yeah, that's the North Metro Ice Fishing Show. It's out out in Ramsey at the Adrenaline Sports Center. Um, it's a pretty condensed show. Uh, Friday, 9 a.m. Saturday, uh, I think it ends at 5. So it's a really one, easy one to pop in, hit, see everything. You know, whether you're purchasing that time of year or you're looking to fill a hole in your arsenal, whether it's a new auger or whether it's a new shelter or whether it's a flotation suit or a new sonar or the addition of a camera, that's a, that's a good one to pop into. And they also have a lot of wheelhouse manufacturers at that show where you can, uh, you can kind of take a tour of all the different wheelhouse man manufacturers as well. Is that the show that they do the uh, kind of like the the pimp my fish house competition as well, where they've got all the the sleds and portables that have been kind of all rigged up? Do they do they still do that there? Yeah, this uh, I think this show started out in necessity with the retailer that uh, formerly put it on was uh, building uh, their their store out and expanding which tore apart their parking lot. So that show uh, for Thorn Brothers ended up moving to the North Metro show. And I think there's a couple other retail partners now that also service it. And the following weekend is the first weekend of Minnesota deer season. So the ice fishing shows kind of take a break for that weekend. We get into uh, November 10th and the 12th, and that's a big one out west. Yeah, the Dakota Ice Institute, which started in the store, moved to the church, I think moved to the gym, now occupies the entire Stanford Center. Um, that's one that was kind of grown small over time and has really grown into a full-blown show that I would say rivals any of the other big consumer shows like St. Paul or, or Fargo or um the Duluth show it draws people from different corners of the earth maybe a lot of people that wouldn't make the drive to uh St. Paul now don't have to and it's supported very well by the manufacturers and uh the vendors that attend and 
it's awesome. It's a three-day event, and for a lot of people, it's the first time they're getting their hands uh, and their eyeballs on some of the new products. Yeah, another. That's actually a really busy weekend of shows. Uh, we've got a show kind of to the south in Iowa, down in Spirit Lake at Cables Trading Post. This is another retail event, but uh, this is a pretty big event. Yep, they've uh, Cables is like all the retailers that carry our products. Cables is a good one, and uh, they've got a very loyal consumer base that uh, they've earned uh, over time in the market that they serve and they whether they live locally or vacation in that area they all come up uh, for this and they do a good job at getting a lot of the uh, most respected thought leaders uh, in the fishing industry at that show so it's a good place to pick people's brains yeah that same weekend is shield st cloud uh, they start on the 7th 8th and 9th with kind of an online event where they bring in a bunch of their pros, they do seminars on their social media, and then they actually have the, the live, the tent event right there at the store, uh, the 10th through the 12th. And that, again, St. Cloud, it's one of those spots where, you know, in years past when we've had that show, you don't have to go too far north of there to find at least some walking ice. So that's kind of an exciting show sometimes because you actually have people coming in and off the ice there. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh... I kind of, the 80-20 rule applies to everything, right? And 20% uh, of the guys will chase ice instead of a show by the time we get to this point in the season. And it, you can always tell by the show attendance whether there's fishable ice somewhere or not because uh, it, it'll take the hardcore guys out to the show. But there's a lot of people that will see ice for the first time and say, you know what? Let's, uh, this is it. We live in Minnesota, man. You have to find something to do outside for from a winter sports perspective. I don't think there's anything better than ice fishing. Uh, I might be biased, but uh, yeah, you're 100% right. And Shields has uh grown a couple of their retail events into some pretty big events with uh you know, tents outside and uh, good deals. They normally put something out there that uh, gets everybody's attention. And if you're in the central part of the state, that's a great place to go. Yeah, it's, it seems to be a, a real popular spot for those people in that neck of the woods. And then uh, the weekend after that, we've got the 17th and 19th. We're going to be in Blaine. It is the Blaine Hardwater Expo. And that, for it seemed like for years, was kind of the kickoff to ice fishing for a lot of people. Yeah, and I think the pandemic kind of uh, changed consumer buying behavior because it had to. The time to buy something was when you saw it because the demand had increased so much. And I would say the first couple of years of that show, it was a preview to the St. Paul show. You know, the St. Paul show is probably still considered the Super Bowl of uh, the ice fishing show circuit uh, just because of the volume of people that uh, attend that. But again, this is, you're going to know mid-November uh, a pretty good idea of what's happening up on red. And this is where the chatter really begins to start. So we've seen that kind of blossom into a uh, 
a show where people are are attending and uh, and buying because there's a good chance in a, a week or two you're going to be able to use that new equipment and you don't want to wait till December to buy a flip shelter. Putting them together takes uh, about four hours, one buddy and a case of beer. And, uh, you know, we're always wrestling with, uh, you know, in the five state area, we're sportsmen. We don't do a single event, right? We're, uh, we're in the woods. So hunting uh, as well, but uh, the Blaine Hardwater Expo is nice, easy to get in and out. Parking's free, and uh, most the product is there, easy to load up. Sometimes that can become a challenge at uh, St. Paul, where you have to drive underneath to get some of the the bigger items or carry it out through the crosswalks, through um, parking garages and whatnot. Blaine's just a really nice one, easy in, easy out. And it's early enough in the year where the whatever the hottest topic, you know, or the hottest trending item is still in stock. Yeah, that's, that shows at the National Sports Center. Easy in, easy out. Um, also that weekend, we got Shields Fargo Ice Fest. And this year, that show may take on a little bit more importance. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, there's no Fargo show this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did i forget about yeah fargo uh fargo had been a show that's been happening i want to say i don't know the last five years or so and uh that uh i think that venue got occupied during the date range um i don't really know exactly why it vacated but that weekend was always later it was after saint paul um the fargo shows no more and but in that area, Shields puts on an awesome event uh, that caters to northern Minnesota, North Dakota. And, you know, it's a big tent event. They get all the right uh, pro staff there. It's a great place to pick people's brains and get geared up for the season. And the people that live in that corner of the world is, you know, they know better than us. You know, they're going to have ice early guaranteed they're going to have it earlier than the metro and a lot of us are driving that way that time of year but yeah uh it it will take on probably a bigger importance knowing that uh the fargo show isn't happening and they got a lot of great retailers up in that area as well um but that's a that's a fun event to ha- to go to yeah, we also have the Shields show in Eden Prairie. So you've got the Blaine Hardware Hardwater show in the North Metro. You got Fargo out west, and then uh, Shields Eden Prairie going on that weekend as well. And that's where I'll be. Um, but then we go into the big weekend, December first through the third. As you said earlier, kind of the Super Bowl of ice fishing shows, the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show. If someone hasn't been to that before, what can you tell them about that? Well, it's kind of, have you ever met somebody that really knows how to do Disneyland well? Um, it's worth worth picking their brain. This show uh, continues to grow. Uh, I think it might be year number 30. I don't know. Um, but there's a couple things you can do. They do have a early entry VIP hour. That's worth it. Um, 
if you're uh, if you don't like crowds, <laughs> that's me. Um, it can get rather hectic in there. Uh, the other thing to do is take a look at when the wild are playing. If you're going to pay for parking, you can get that two for one combo and uh, pick a night where uh, potentially you can see the wild play. West 7th Street's got some great food. Uh, but this is a place where you can you can uh, not only see all the new equipment, but they probably do the best job at getting a lot of smaller manufacturers, the hand-poured plastics, the custom-painted jigs. Uh, this is a place where you can really fill the tackle box with a lot of unique stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, this year, no wild game. Uh, you and I both have uh, some friends that fly in from way out of state, and they always look forward to catching that wild game while they're at the St. Paul show. But uh, they already told me no wild game this time around. So last year was pretty fun. I think Kaprizov had like one goal and two assists during the uh, St. Paul ice show. But those guys will be out of town that weekend this year. Um, for those of you to the east of us, there is a show that our friend Big T, Trevor Miller, will be at. It's Kurtz Island Sports Shop over in Manaqua on December 2nd that weekend as well. Yeah, Kurtz is an awesome shop up in the Manaqua area. He's catered to that uh, local community for so long. He's put put on one heck of a show, and it's a great place to go and get your stuff, you know, just in time for, you know, that December 2nd date. If my ice dance that I've been doing for the last three months performs as expected, you're going to be able to ice fish up there that weekend. And then uh, the following weekend, we go up north. Our friend Russ Francisco, um, the Duluth Ice Fishing Show from Marine General, kind of leads the way on that one. He also has event an event in December as well at their at their shop there at Marine General. But de the de December eighth through the tenth at the DECC um, is kind of the big event there in Duluth. Tell us about that one. Yeah, the, the Duluth Ice Fishing Show has been going on for a number of years, continues to grow. That's a great, great community that supports the, the sport of ice fishing very well. And I think it probably draws everybody from Moose Lake North and Grand Rapids and and uh, that key corridor in Wisconsin, obviously, uh, too. Uh, a lot of family travel to that area that time of year to go to Bentleyville, which is a big Christmas light event that's right nearby. So it's an eclectic mix of ice fishermen and, and family. They got a little bit of stuff for for the whole for the whole family, along with all the latest and greatest in ice fishing gear. Yeah, one of the coolest things about that show for me anyway is just Walking around the convention center, there's a huge curling center. So if you want to, if you're interested in those ice sports, watch some curling. It's it's a cool place to see it. Um, new show though, we talked about Duluth being kind of one of those shows that's been around forever. We've got a brand new show this year happening in Wisconsin in Oshkosh, the Sunnyview Expo Center, December eighth through tenth. Uh, heading over to Wisconsin. Heading over to Wisconsin. We've gone to Wisconsin numerous times before. Um, there was a show in Milwaukee uh, that the same promoters that put on St. Paul had done for years. Um, we had one in Wausau. 
for uh, for a couple of years. This year, it's going to be uh, a first year show in Oshkosh, and we're excited to see how how it does. Um, you know, the more these shows are attended, the more obviously they become supported, and that's why St. Paul, having been supported for so many years, uh, has grown to to what it is, but. First year shows are always fun because you don't know exactly what to expect, but you uh, you can go to any of the the websites for any of these shows, and they normally have a vendor listing or vendor map that lets you know which brands are going to be there and and which retailers are supporting it. And uh, you know we've talked a lot about these shows and these events. Support your local retailer too. You know, uh, they're the ones that are scooping your bait every weekend. And uh, they're the ones that are doling out a lot of fishing information. So you definitely don't need to wait for uh, for a show. Uh, if you want to see the latest and greatest gear, stop by. You know, in the five-state area, we're still fishing our brains out. But the 80% crowd is done, you know. Uh, they're putting their boats away. I'll fish. I was guilty of not getting my boats really ever put away last year um, before the snow hit. But it's uh, it's a great time to stop in, support your local retailer, and see a lot of the the new gear. If you want, if you want me to give you a quick preview of some of the things that I'm excited about as far as new gear this year. Um, I'll probably miss a couple things, but the E40, the new electric auger from Eskimo is going to be a uh, absolute killer. And I, I know they have some special buy opportunities with that planned at all the retail locations that we talked about and even ones we didn't. Um, there's shows like uh, Frank's Great Outdoors has their shanty days over in, uh, over in Michigan and they got the Novi show over there that's also been pretty good you know we live in a digital age now where a lot of the information that you used to get at consumer shows uh is at your fingertips with a three second search that being said there's nothing better than touching and feeling and seeing and trying on especially when it comes to outerwear um you know outerwear isn't something that really translates until you try it on and make sure that the tailoring fits your body and if you spend any time at the saint paul show or any of these there's a lot of different body types that attend these shows <laughs> indeed there is yep. Every, everyone has uh plus and minus places in different spots um and so you brought that up, and that was actually going to be my next question, John. Um, why go to shows? Why are these shows important? Uh, you brought it up a little bit there, but uh, is there anything else that you can think of that that just makes going to a show, and that's something that you see online all the time, everybody says, is it worth it? Uh, what makes it worth it? You know, I think the thing that makes it worth it is, um, you know, this day and age, I see a lot of people making a comment that says maybe it's a Facebook page. Going to buy an electric auger. Which one should I get? And you'll get a lot of advocacy by the 
in the comments of the auger that somebody owns, right? I got this and I love it. I got this, never use anything else. Um, but it may not be the right choice for you. And I think the best part about going to a show is saying, this is the type of angler that I am. I'll give you an example. If you're a wheelhouse angler, you don't want the fastest auger on the market. You don't want an auger that's going to throw shavings all over your walls and flood your floor. Um, you want something with a variable speed drill. You're more than likely going to have a generator, so you're not going to really appreciate the uh, capacity that increases the price of an auger. Uh, the, the more holes an electric auger can drill, typically the higher the price is, right? Um, so when you go to a show, you're not going to get a sales pitch. You're going to be able to talk to, in some cases, the engineers that design the product or the marketing team behind the product or the sales team behind the product. And they're going to ask you what type of fisherman you are and provide a, a more contextual answer to meet your needs. If I fish differently locally on lakes that I grew up on for the last 40 plus years, where, you know, having fished them for as long as I have, kind of know what the fish are going to be doing. Don't need to drill a lot of holes. When I go to Malax, search and destroy, man. You know, so that it all depends on what type of angler are you, you are. Are you a homebody? Are you an adventurous angler that's going to hit a, a bunch of different lakes and figure stuff out on your own and put together a pattern? That's going to that's gonna affect, you know, in, in the shelter category, what are you going to haul it to the lake with? What are you going to pull it with once you get out there? You got a long box or a short box? Those are, those are oftentimes questions that don't get asked at the time of purchase by everybody, but they can help guide you through that path to purchase to make sure you're getting the right gear for you. Yeah, a lot of these shows have seminars and seminar rooms, but one thing you talk about all the time that happens at these shows is there are literally tens of thousands of one-man seminars where it's one person talking to another person and just going through all of those questions and giving someone an opportunity to ask all the questions they have and actually present questions that maybe they didn't even think about. And that's kind of the, the big thing here is getting face-to-face -face with people who deal with these kind of things every day and understand where the holes are and understand what things really need to be prioritized when you're making a, a decision on buying a shelter or buying an auger or any, anything like that. Yeah. I mean, it, I sometimes spend more time picking out a shelter than I did my house. Right. Uh, and you're, you're hundred percent right. And in most cases, you know, if, an investment in a shelter that ranges from 500 to a thousand dollars is probably going to be a 15 year commitment from you. You know what I mean? Uh, the lifetime ownership of a sonar changing a little bit now with some new technologies, but it used to be 15 years. So 
you want to make a decision that's going to be right for today, right for tomorrow, give you room to advance as an angler and meet meet your needs of what you need today and what you want it to be uh, down the road too. Very good. John, is there anything that we didn't talk about, we didn't bring up that you wanted to talk about today? You know, <clears throat> I don't think so. You know, get out early, uh, plan on a long, uh, enjoyable ice season with thick ice that comes in early snow that gives us enough coating to run the sleds and uh navigable ice by the first of the year i think there's some sports teams that uh aren't going to cloud out some weekends on both sides of the st croix the way they're playing so <laughs> yeah it looks like uh, there won't be too many folks hanging out on sunday to see how the vikings and packers do to maybe put themselves in playoff contention. The way things are going right now, we have a pretty wide open January for folks in Wisconsin and Minnesota this year. So, John, uh, thanks so much for taking time out to talk to us today. It was good to talk to you. And I, I hope some people who watch this, they spot you at the shows and stop in and talk to you and see what you've got going on. Sounds good. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.